0: welcome back to the Siders. i am ben i'm joined here by dylan and brian we're here to talk about episode 12 of survivor 43 and uh what an episode honestly yeah, yeah i'm
1: really excited to hear everyone's takes on this for the first time um uh, i guess yeah. i'll go first this time brian mm-hmm. uh, I, I, for those
2: I- for those of you who are wondering why this is such a weird start uh I forgot to hit record uh, for the first, like, 10 minutes of this podcast, so this is take two. Uh, so if we seem like, you know, oh, we've heard this before from each other for the next 10 minutes, that is why, but uh, we're going to try to give you, you know, the the, the goods, because it was good. It was going great. Maybe one of mm. our
1: best podcasts. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. A little behind the scenes stuff for mm-hmm. people that aren't familiar with the biz. Well, inside uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, sorry, now I'm all thrown off. You can go ahead first, Brian. No.
2: <laughs> okay, so this was an insane episode. Uh, not since, probably for me, Millennials versus Gen X, Jay betraying Michaela, have we seen a betrayal so brutal? Uh, it was great, though. I really appreciate Jesse as a player, as a villain, and his attitude where like some people, you know, and even Jeff has pushed like this kind of narrative, like, oh, you know, it's about the experience. Like even coming out here is like winning. That's not true though. Winning is winning a million dollars. And Jesse is going to win a million dollars. I I think we can say that pretty, you know, okay. Jesse's going to win a million dollars for his family. And uh, Ben, I know you've said it. He might go down as one of the greatest winners of all time.
0: Yeah, no, I think that, you know, I think, uh, at this point last season, Marianne was in basically the same spot where uh, all she had to do essentially was get through the final four, either by winning immunity, getting taken, or winning fire. Uh, and she would have the game wrapped up. Jesse's in basically the same spot. Uh, and I'm actually probably more confident that Jesse is the winner now than Marianne was last season. So, yeah, I definitely want to start having the conversation now. Uh, like, even though there's like a, you know, there's like a 2% chance that we look really stupid in a week. But uh, I think that the conversation should start happening now of like where Jesse kind of ranks as a winner. Uh, Because for me, I think that he's probably like looking towards my top five (laughs) and at least as far as like uh, a winning game goes, you know, we could talk about like, you know, multiple season players, stuff like that. But like, as far as like a one for one winning game, I think that he's, he's nearing my top five, uh, especially after tonight. (laughs)
1: yeah uh, agreed uh and like i said i've been i've been really desperate for somebody to finally make that move this season because it seems like we had a lot of people talking about making the move and then not doing it or last minute going back on it and even even last week jesse's plan uh of uh of getting carla to to vote for cassidy well I ended up voting while well, still voting sammy out was really genius sammy obviously threw that off um I was on the pod last week, so that's really one of the only talking points I had. Other than the challenge, challenge last week was great too. Anyway, uh, to get back on to this episode, though, yeah, Jesse, uh, we talked about at the very beginning of the season, he was one of the most featured uh, people going into the season. So Meadow, we thought he was going to go really far, but his game has really evolved. In the like we said, uh, all time, all time move to get someone to your number one uh, confidant to give up their idol and then betray him. Uh, It's just. it was really, it was just pure survivor. And it's really nice because uh, we, in the end, I, I respect the people that play the game the hardest, the most, even more so than players I like. Uh, and it's it's all aspects. But I think we all agree that strategic gameplay is something that we respect the most, at least I know I do, um, more so than, than social and physical. And I think that Jesse is uh, really nailed it. And we probably should have saw it coming when we got the, when we got the graphic play by play of how you, uh, how you blindside someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I do agree. I'm, I'm higher. I, I'm more confident <laughs> that he'll win this season than I was with Marianne at this point last season. I will say I, they have made a note that he's stinky with fire. So I guess mm-hmm. that is, that is something to watch. Obviously he's going to make fire. He has an idol, um, I I think uh, the, unless there's something funky there, he clearly he still has Janine's idol, um, to, to be played. So, uh, yeah, just overall really impressive. I liked it. I'm really happy with the pure emotion we got out of Cody too, being blindsided. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of the uh, "Kumbaya," you know. It, really you got me uh you know cody for sure felt like he had just lost a million dollars and cody was uh the only thing standing in jesse's way at this point because carlos game has just completely spiraled out of control uh the past two weeks so yeah kudos to jesse uh it's uh it's all coming coming together and like like you said brian unless something wacky happens uh at the beginning of the next episode i think that uh, i think that we have our 43 winner
2: yeah, it's it, like you said, well, speaking of also should mention Carla's idol cut flushed as well yeah. to add to add even more to Jesse's resumes if you needed any more on top of it. But uh, yeah, they've really been burying Carla in the edit these mm-hmm. last two weeks, especially this week. They've they've used kind of like a comedic irony uh approach where like she'll say something and then they'll immediately show the exact opposite happening for her and it's just like really really brutal like to the point where it's like there's no way she wins if they're going to be showing stuff like that like there's no way
1: yeah agreed.
0: yeah on top of that we have carla in the last two weeks uh basically randomly being convinced to turn on her number one ally Mm -hmm. for, like, seemingly no cogent reason. Because, like, we'll talk about the move that Jesse makes here against Cody and, like, why I think it makes sense for him. Um, But for Carla, going after Cassidy doesn't really make sense. And Mm -hmm. she made the call to do that and then failed now two weeks in a row to actually land that shot. So, like, basically, we have her completely losing track of what's going on in the game if if she hadn't already losing right. her number one ally completely because she'd been so she outplayed still failing to get that move off now two weeks in a row and basically playing her idol getting like getting tricked into playing her idol for no reason mm-hmm. uh like obviously like you know kudos like it was a, it's, it's a sick move <laughs> to, yeah. to get her to do that like you know I'm not saying like oh she's so dumb to have fallen for that like no it was like no. beautifully executed but she's still Played her idol for no reason uh, And it was a legitimately Deliberate trick to do that For mm-hmm. her so like yeah She's she has nothing <laughs> She has I, I I just don't know like I, I know there's Like a, a contingency of uh, Of like edgy nerds Out there who think that Cassidy still has a Shot I I don't I don't Know like what like what like Brand of meth they're smoking but like It's not happening like
1: No <laughs> I think this I, is,
0: this isn't Michelle Fitzgerald. yeah
1: I and mean then the the only shot anyone has left is is to somehow get Jesse out obviously um, and that would have that would have to be through fire and so I, I just don't I don't see it but like I said they've, they've made a point to point out how, how bad Jesse is at fire making so uh, maybe that's where we're getting I I would say really really disappointing if Jesse makes final and he doesn't win and someone whoever one of the contestants left does I just uh I don't I don't see how that's possible uh, that I think that would rightfully draw a lot of criticism, too. Um, if I had to guess now, like my personal pick of who I think sits with Jesse at the end, I think it's going to be it's going to be uh, Cassidy and a combination of either, Gab- or either Gabler or, or uh, Owen. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I think Carla is probably uh, the first one, first one out uh, beginning of next week.
2: Yeah, no, same here. And obviously we have like a lot that we'll probably do another twist. Um I, you know, with the five of them there. I think maybe in the preview, I don't know if you guys watched it. It seemed like Gabler had found something. Yeah. Um, so presumably, thanks Survivor, uh, for that. Gabler's the one who finds the twist at Final Five. Um, but last year it was just an advantage in the final immunity challenge or like second to last challenge just
1: the, the final yeah challenge. Oh, there's
2: challenge yeah.
1: there's there's absolutely no way it's an idol
0: though on a new no. island no no no, right. no, no. no. Like, it's, no like, 80 it's 80 probably there. yeah 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 so that's what they've been doing they've been they did that even in uh 39 mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so like they've oh, been right. yeah, the, yeah. La- the last like handful of seasons they've thrown in like a a challenge advantage around this point yeah um, which is it's fine, with it's all hard. his uh
2: all yeah. his trinkets. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I mean this is very, very crazy. Um I I am very like curious, like you said, Ben, he's gonna go down probably as one of the top. I'm I'm not curious, I'm excited afterwards to have like the discussions of like where the Jesse rank um, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just blown away right now, quite frankly, at, at how well executed this was because finding my train of thought. Has going? Uh, this is what I wanted to say. We talk a lot, and I bring it up a lot. You got to – if you're going to get your ally out, you need to pick the perfect moment or it's not worth it to the point where it's a completely huge detriment to your game. Uh, we talked to ricard about uh or we talked about ricard uh doing that at the incorrect moment we talked about wardog doing that to kelly at the wrong moment um this might be like the like all of it coming to fruition like finally somebody perfectly like saw the moment and took the shot and executed it perfectly what do you guys think of that
0: 100% agree mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I couldn't put it better, honestly. <laughs> like, you're just like perfectly executed, yeah. and like, like the the argument is you need to have runway, you need to have a path after mm-hmm. you've made the move, and Jesse does, right? He has an idol yeah. at the final five, so it, it doesn't matter. Like, even yeah. if everyone, even if the other four all are like, "Oh yeah," the the jury collectively orgasmed over Jesse. The last <laughs> council. we yeah. have to get him out. They can't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah perfectly executed i don't really see any uh downside to him making this move only upside um uh yeah
1: and in hindsight too it's really like the only move because i think yeah. uh, like like he like he fleshed out cody cody spearheading getting carla out in the way that he was going to because carla clearly was going to bite on the uh on the not playing her idol uh, uh part if spearheading that then at that point you're now facing down cody next week i don't know. just could i think cody knows that he has the other idol as well i'm pretty sure um yeah. I, I, don't I don't know for sure like i don't know that's yeah. like with so much talk of idols i don't know what's known i think i think the group as a whole does not know that he has the idol. so i think that that's gonna be really fun next week when uh if his if his he gets back into the corner and when <laughs> it, the the shock value there but mm-hmm. uh yeah it was really like the only move he had to make here and uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> I saw some people on, on Twitter, uh, like unhappy. He turned like not fully grasping what he did unhappy that he turned into his ally, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's kind of, he's painted the template of what you have to do now in these more aggressive seasons. I think we saw, uh, last year with Marianne of staying in the shadows, waiting to strike at the perfect time. And, uh, with this season, with Jesse, we saw him kind of, you know in the passenger seat or you know uh backseat driving a lot of the way and then finally you know he's ready to hop into mm-hmm. the driver's seat so i think that between uh, this and marion last year i think we've kind of molded what what players have to do going forward um because like once you start once you start you know jumping the gun way too early you're you're, you're done right. you're out um so it's it's just it's just really impressive uh, I, I Jesse wasn't somebody that I personally was like the biggest fan rooting for. I liked everybody on this season, that was that was left. I was really happy to see Sammy go last week because like, he was someone that I thought, uh, really, really, uh, just uh, got way too ahead of themselves, and it was it was nice to see that play out the way it did. And like Carla, Carla is I, I still think Carla's a good player. I just think that. Her game itself has just really unfolded. I like, like we just said, once you try to make a move at the improper time and don't have the, the pieces to do it, which is what she did, which is what happened last week. Uh, your game really just falls apart now. Uh, but it, Jesse did everything he had to do. Uh, it's just there's, there's, it's nothing but respect there. It's, it's just so yeah, impressive.
2: Yeah, definitely. And to like add to that, you know. Jesse's gotten everything he's wanted at every moment without yeah. without people recognizing that Jesse's getting everything he's wanted yep. and that's so impressive to pull off.
0: yeah Wh- whose name didn't come up at all mm-hmm. this round somehow despite there only potentially being three people vulnerable at the final six mm-hmm. It, it was like oh one of one of Owen oh, Jesse or Gabler is possibly gonna have to go if they play their idols. So I guess we have to, we have to decide is it gonna be Owen or is it gonna be Gabler?
2: <laughs> right. like, huh? Crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Um <laughs>
0: is it gonna be the guy who who might get one jury vote or the guy who won't get any? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we, we talked about it too, like in our point of view, obviously our views highly um shaped by the edit of the show where Jesse's being shown to probably win the game. Um We didn't necessarily see Cody as the person at the forefront of the Jesse Cody Alliance, but clearly Jesse felt that he had positioned it to where Cody was the face of their Mm -hmm. duo. Um, And him getting Cody out takes all the power from the moves that they made together and puts it only onto Jesse in magnificent fashion. And then like you said, Ben, the, the jury had a collective orgasm over uh this move with the idol. Imagine next week they go in there, everyone's like, oh, we're gonna vote Jesse off. He made this amazing move. And Jesse whips out Janine's idol to save himself. They they're gonna be, you know,
0: comatose from looks from, over at Janine the jury is like, thanks for the idol. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like they're gonna they're gonna be oh it's gonna be insane.
1: Because you could tell you could tell I don't think the jury has a full understanding of everything that's just happened either i I don't think that they'd realize that he took his idol because obviously janine knows that that jesse has her idol but i i think obviously once cody gets there um they'll be explained the one thing i didn't like about jesse what you brought up earlier is him saying oh i'll explain it to you later i'll explain to another time like it is pretty self explanatory what happened especially for especially for cody who is the only one who probably fully understood what just happened uh, uh so I, I thought that was a little like like forced i was trying to because f- when he started to say that before the votes were finished reading i was trying to think of like well what did you just do yeah that you're going to explain to cody later if it's not voting cody out mm-hmm. um i'll explain so, to
2: you on the plane ride home yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll explain to
1: you when you when i get the million dollars um yeah. so i that was a little that was uh, weird but um yeah i i i, I don't know i just there's just no, there's no way, there's just no way Jesse d- doesn't doesn't win at this point unless he really fucks up and gets the fire and, and blows uh-huh. it there. Uh, there's just there's just no way. Yeah,
2: no, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, like you said, Ben, there's a clear path. He knew it. it it's not without risk, of course. Um, he could get knocked out in fire. I doubt he will, but like, it's it's a very calculated risk it's where like. There's more he can do now where he has an idol to save himself at five. Doesn't even have to think about that. And then he has two ways to save himself at four. Like he has odds in his favor. It's not a hundred percent, but it's at least like like the definition of a calculated risk.
1: I, I think from a viewer's perspective too, of just how disappointing would that be of a, of a final tribal mm-hmm. of Cassidy, Owen and Gabler, all, all players that I like, but players that, uh probably don't deserve to win this season because especially if you get if you get jesse out in fire making uh then there really was nothing other than just purely winning the the immunity at that point uh mm-hmm. that really earned you that spot like i said i like i like i like cassidy i like i like owen i like gabler um probably in that order too is how i would rank them and who i think would win uh but just uh, none and then also like same thing where if somehow jesse um if somehow carla survives the next tribal when jesse plays his idol and she's somehow sitting there um on final tribal and just gets eliminated by fire even then then that's just like well carla carla's the clear winner because nobody else could see that carla was the one in second it's just uh yeah it, 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 and i i think that i'm probably uh getting thinking that we would get there is is like insulting to the players because it's just so stupid to be to have to get to that point uh i just like refuse to believe it so i'm not even like entertain that's how we get there mm-hmm. um so yeah the only way the only way is just is is jesse losing in fire
2: yeah so we'll, we'll see i mean crazy <laughs> crazy that uh because i was i was a little worried that like in this modern era of survivor where everything's so short and quick is it possible to play like a Wire to wire game, you know, like, are are you just gonna get cut at the first instance? And uh, just Jesse, Jesse's showing it, it can be done. Win or lose, obviously, everything's gonna win, but it can it can be done. You can like control everything wire to wire and still win.
0: Yeah, and I think like we talked we talked a couple of times in the season of like uh idols kind of losing a lot of their power as mm. people have like now even more so, figured out how to play around them, and, like, Jesse, like, pretty... Like, I... I, Jesse basically, like, wrote the book on how to play around idols of somebody not finding them (laughs) this Mm -hmm. season, where, like, out of the three idols in the game, he acquired two of them through social means and blindsided the people whose idols they were originally, and then he got the third one to get flushed by, Mm -hmm. like, completely, like, mind-fucking them. So, like... And, like, essentially is, like, now has a a final six and final five idol uh, when he found zero (laughs) idols in the season. Uh, Like, it's proof that, like, idols can be, like, very good tools in the game if used correctly, but they're definitely not, like, silver bullets (laughs) and great players can still play around them, uh, even, like, in modern era where there's so many twists and turns.
1: And I think an an event to of Janine and Cody holding that against Jesse is just, uh, it's like really poor by them too. Cause in the end it's both of their faults for giving it up when they really didn't have to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I, I, I like just to f- try to play out other scenarios where somehow maybe Jesse doesn't get votes. I think them too holding a grudge, which I don't see at least especially not for Cody would be really unfortunate too, because kind of what you said uh, that seems to be the, the, the template of how to maneuver uh, these seasons, uh, and so I, I think that that has to kind of be seen and respected. Because mm-hmm. outside of that, like if you go back to four, if you go back to forty one too, uh, and I thought about it a lot, I was fine with Erica winning. But even that, that everybody left in that in that tribal uh, in, in the final tribal, I, it, neither are, are, none of them would have been as um, as uh, as uh, what's the word looking for uh, dominant maybe. None of that would have been um, would have satisfying uh, maybe satisfy yeah sorry I'm I'm late I got a cold yeah. oh, it's, all it's all good yeah. it's ha- I had I had the word satisfied down last <laughs> that, last I went on like a minute 40, long ramble to find 45, my 45, thought 45, yeah. two minutes ago so it is fine <laughs> I think that that's just like another flaw to point out about 41 maybe it's not even really their fault because they they were still kind of maybe playing old survivor mm-hmm. uh, with Marianne and Jesse. I think it's just, it's so much more satisfied because they played it so well mm-hmm. um, where in, in Erica's situation, even though I thought that she was the right winner of that season, mm-hmm. I didn't think that she m- did what she needed to do, made the moves quite like Jesse and, and Marianne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, it's, it's it, glad to see, because like I said, I, I was very down on 41. We got really got back up there again last season. And I think this season, even though I was a little down on it after the after the, the merge, I think it's really turned around the past like two, three weeks, uh mm-hmm. significantly. So that's 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 good to to know too in terms of like the longevity of Survivor. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I feel the same way, Dylan. And I wanted to ask you guys that. Like now that we've kind of seen like the end ga- game, how are we feeling about survivor 43 in context of the new era of survivor Ben what do you you think
0: uh yeah I mean like obviously this episode uh brings it up for me uh, a Mm -hmm. bit because I I just kind of expected the end game to kind of play out in a boring way where Mm -hmm. Jesse kind of just like you know uh like marches to the end uh but like him being in a position where he could have kind of marched to the end if he wanted to and played it super safe but still like getting that extra like marginal equity that he needs by making Mm -hmm. these super balls, he moves like, I I really, really appreciate that. Uh, And like, as, as far as like a season where one player kind of has this like coronation, like storyline goes like, I I don't know if you could really tell the season differently, frankly, because Mm of how like kind of just, End to end, dominating Jesse was like. There's not really like a way that you could tell the story of the season better, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's more of like a, a testament to how like locked down Jesse had like basically the whole season. Um, mm-hmm. More so than like, oh, the editors were lazy and they were just telling a you know straightforward story.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I do
0: think that um, they've tried. They've basically done as as well as they could to build up Cody and now probably Carla as like these like decoy threats in the mm-hmm. end game. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, I, I think that like my, uh, my expertise in being able to read the edit from so far out <laughs> probably spoiled a lot of the the potential excitement uh, for me at least. But mm-hmm. I think this will probably be one of those ones that will be really interesting to analyze on a rewatch and be able to like watch it from episode one, knowing a hundred percent that Jesse is the winner, mm-hmm. um, because like I I do really want to like I, I'm I'm like honestly struggling to find like even like three or four people who had like ass dominant as a of a, a win in the history mm-hmm. of strength. Like frankly, I I, I can Tyson. think of three, but like, I don't even know if I can think of a four. So I, I think like right now. That's why I have. I'll, I'll
2: let me see if I can guess the three: uh, Kim, Boston, Rob, and
1: hmm. Tyson. Tyson's maybe? T-
0: yeah, Tyson could be, be a... there. Tyson was in the driver's well, seat that whole season. What well, are the three, Ben? The third is Natalie Anderson. Natalie
2: Anderson. All right. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's the that's the way to buy hired. Yeah, that's same here.
0: Like, I actually <laughs> look. I I I actually kind of got flashbacks to mm-hmm. the natalie tell jacqueline the player idol move from this mm-hmm. from this move tonight like they 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 had very similar flavors to me mm-hmm. in terms of just like like wow that actually like worked yeah and like wow well, well like it, th- that was a winner that's like a winner move like dylan said mm-hmm. like it's like, like that's 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 something that a winner does <laughs> yeah yeah I think, uh, it is great
1: Speaking of satisfying uh, winners, Natalie's always. Do I say this is my number one too? Mm-hmm. Especially because I was never a big fan of uh, of Bailey and of uh, and uh, Missy that season. So that was ultra, mm-hmm. uh, really, really, really good for me. Um, yeah, those are those are three really good picks. I I <laughs> I think in terms of domination, I put t- for me. I have recency bias too because of the ones I've just watched, but uh, I think Tyson's win itself was more dominant, but not as satisfying because he really was just in the driver's seat the whole season. Like he really ex- excluding maybe for one or two tribals. He like, I just felt like he was, he, he was fine that entire time. So that was really impressive. But Natalie's was, she had, a, she had her whole revenge storyline. With yeah. uh, Jeremy getting out so like that added yeah. like, the extra element to it too. Uh, but like the I, kill Bill uh, of Survivor. So I, I but I, I I'd I'd have to agree, yeah, It's just uh it's tough to really think of any 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 others it's, mm. it's that that impressive.
2: Yeah. And Tyson's win in context of his, his <laughs> seasons was very satisfying as a as a big Tyson fan, but yeah, no, mm. I totally get uh where you're coming from. I don't have much else to add personally, uh, just because um, it seems so obvious. So what happens? There's not a lot of intrigue going into this finale, and if Je- if Jesse loses somehow, I'm sure we'll be trying to unspin the the yarn of like what what was he trying to tell us? Like mm. uh, for a while, no, what was the point? Yeah, exactly. What was the point? But uh, for now, it's it seems he's he's gonna take it home yeah
1: I'm, call, I'm calling i'm calling if jesse loses it's to carla in fire and i think that we get really mad at figuring out how carla gets to the fire
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so uh but i've I've, tr- I've trusted production this season i think production deserves credit too they've impressed me this season with the things that they've done um they've they've made the changes that we that a lot of us i've th- been saying that they needed to make to fix that these types of seasons mm-hmm. since 41 and so I am really happy with that going forward I will say though um I do think that this style is going to get stale so I will mm-hmm. think that they're going to have to change something whether yeah. that's whether that's bringing back um old, older players and doing a and doing a, that type of season um uh or or throwing some or changing the days although it seems like the days on the island we it's staying at 28 so that's mm-hmm. that's not changing any time soon. but so uh, something's gonna have to be done in the next two seasons because i do think that this particular format that we got in 42 and 43 uh is going to grow old so that's like the one critique i do have but i, I production I, I don't have any complaints about this season
2: yeah no I agree i'm, I'm already over the the three tribe no swap merge into yeah. uh at 13 or yeah 13 and uh i mean you gotta keep you gotta keep players on their toes i feel you know, mm. you, you got to have like, oh, we're on two. Oh, now we're going to three or we're on three and we're swapping to two. And then maybe we'll swap again later. Like those are always more interesting. Um, I was going to say it to me, but I just think they're just more interesting period because it gives you more permutations of potential storylines and alliances and all that.
1: I think if you're going to do it, the swap from two large groups, to three small ones into the merge, I think is to me would yeah. be the better that way. Is, to, that is
2: worse. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. I like uh, I like Cambodia's uh, yeah. style of two to three and then back to two before mm. the merge. Just like really shake stuff up. I thought that was that was fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they have the time to do that though anymore. <laughs> no, they definitely don't have the time to do that yeah. anymore. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of over three tribes. I mean, we've talked a couple of times this season yeah. about how like three tribes, like th- there's, there's interesting things about it, but I think that like the cons probably outweigh the, the pros for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I understand why they've been doing it. Um, but I, I personally would even rather have like a, a, a cast of 16 and have them start 8-8 eight 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 than do another, that another be tribes. great. But I know, I know. Like you know, the uh, you know, not, not to like dive too deep into spoilers. Like the, the the forty-four cast has leaked, and like it is another 3 tribe of six situation. So yeah. <laughs> it, it is going to be another like, it, and that's what we'd have expected, anyways, because they usually mm. do these seasons in pairs. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't have expected any kind of major change until forty-five, anyways. Yeah. Um, I, hopefully, forty-five has changing.
1: I'm like pretty convinced forty-five has to be some sort of uh we're gonna some sort of players coming back type scenario. yeah I was gonna ask if you
2: got what you guys thought about that do you think 45 is the the move I
1: I'm desperate for it to see it live that I've only seen it in, That's in true like, yeah binging mode so to be able to have players come back that, that I that I know live and kind of go through that I so I'm really desperate for that it seems like it's the it's also the topic that gets most brought up on like Twitter, and Reddit, too. Is the people coming back, whether it's really old players, uh, whether it's people from recent seasons? I, I think that would be really interesting, um, mm. uh, and like I said, it, it adds a new element to where some of those players are coming into a newer game. Mm. So whether you have like quote unquote like old gen versus new gen in terms of survivor. I think it'd be really interesting. So that's that's my hope. Like like mm-hmm. Ben said, I already assumed 44 would be all new people with the same exact style of gameplay that we had in this season, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think in 45 or 46, there's got to be there's got to be a twist, and I really hope that it is the the players coming back.
0: Yeah.
2: And so, I think they have a great pool um, from 35 to 39, and then 41 to 44. Presumably there are some good people on 44, I would imagine. Um <laughs> but I think they'll have like a really good pool to to even just take all stars from just that pool. We don't need to go back. Like I know it's like, oh, we're closing the chapter on the first 40, but there there is a group of players who I would like to see back from the back half of 30. Uh, for an All-Star season. There are a lot of people who I think deserve another chance at, at Survivor.
1: Yeah, partic- particularly a second-chance style season. I don't want any returning winners. Uh, I, I think yeah. returning winners should wait until 50. Uh, I so. am shocked that they did not go immediately
2: back to that well because it was very successful, and it got the Survivor community so like amped up for that season. Mm-hmm.
1: That's speaking of dominant wins. That's another very dominant season. Was Jeremy in that season too? Mm-hmm. I would probably rank him uh, towards the end of the list that we that you came up with, Ben. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely, yeah, that conversation.
0: Mm. Yeah, I do think that, like, you know, I, I assume we're probably deep, deeper into this next week after the actual finale, and we get kind of a little bit more context potentially. But I, it, it's it's very hard to compare returning player seasons and new player seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, if I'm just looking at like a first time player winning a game and like dominating a season front to back, like I, there's not a ton of competition, I think for what I'm comparing Jesse to, yeah. uh, like, like I kind of like laid out, I think Kim and Natalie are probably the two <laughs> that I'm most looking at as far mm-hmm. as like people that I would, uh, I would compare him to and even like Natalie had moments where she, kind of uh, lost control, like, the Jeremy boot. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, like, even though, like, up until – like, even, like, looking at Natalie's game uh, up to the Jeremy boot and then after the Jeremy boot was, like, nearly flawless. Like, she Mm -hmm. did have a round where she lost control of the game. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, So, like, even then, like, I would say that (laughs) Jesse might even be better than her because he he at no point has even – gotten close to losing control
2: so like yeah uh, and i i will say i do think kim played the best one-time game of all time to the point where like she completely kneecapped herself for any future season because no one will ever allow kim to like get any semblance of control as we saw in winners at war but uh she she really like came out and just played a completely masterful game in uh, one world. Yeah. Um and maybe yeah, Jesse so will, will be right there with her. Yeah, It'll I be think... different. It'll be very different cuz like the different formats and stuff and the different eras of Survivor in which they were and played. I think, but
0: I think that you can also look at like the uh competition cuz I know <laughs> that, like that's a big a big uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like usually the the criticism, if any, mm-hmm. can be levied against Kim is mm-hmm. that like the one world cast is like, uh, you know, spectacularly weak. Um, yeah. But then the conversation is like, oh, was were they all bad players or did Kim just make them look bad by being mm-hmm. so good? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would lean towards they were mostly bad players. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas I think that Jesse has actually uh, kind of bamboozled uh, some, like, above-average players in the season mm. uh, and made them look dumb uh, mm-hmm. to the degree that Kim made actual dumb people look dumb. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: and, like, definitely even, like, the Survivor like IQ level, like, just baseline is so much higher now than then. Like, I feel like the... If I'm, like, picturing myself back then as a Survivor fan and, and being as plugged in as I was, I feel like my survivor acumen or IQ to how the game should work in 24 It's probably like now the baseline average of any player coming into Survivor whereas yeah. back then I was like a fucking freak like I am now about Survivor who's just like completely obsessed with it and like has has spent you know countless nights just discussing and like going over scenarios of games that will never happen for it you know yeah
0: yeah, I don't know. Anything else, I guess? <laughs> um, I like your shirt, Ben. Yeah, very nice shirt, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I, got, I got a stain from dinner on my shirt that I was wearing before, and then I was like, oh, I'll meet you for my... <laughs> this is, yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Not a big deal.
2: The CBS store?
0: Uh I think so. I got it as a Christmas gift, so I don't nice. know 100%. I think it's from the CBS store, yeah. I like it.
1: Uh, no so those are the sidewalks i apologize my f- focus is apparently another issue with my camera again i can't figure it out i assume it's because i don't have my overhead light on but uh mm-hmm. for the price point i paid for this camera i was uh, hoping for no uh focusing issues so apologies for that
2: uh, so good 10 countries
1: 10 countries we're being listened to it right now so <laughs> yes we got a
2: <laughs> <our Spotify laughs> app uh it said we'll listen to you in 10 countries and we I very was much to appreciate say, I that. To say aloha.
1: Like that was, it's going to be another. Yeah. <laughs> off, so.
0: yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, Cody is, uh, something else.
1: Um, Iowa, man. Iowa, or wherever he's from. Basically, the second Hawaii, we say.
2: Uh, oh, man. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, um, watch White Lotus. Kind of survivor related. Very good this season. Um, it's, it's actually really really good uh totally to the point where i'm considering uh recording the dolphins game to watch white lotus live and then catch up to the dolphins game on sunday night yeah
1: it's my favorite tidbit is well, everybody's telling me how much they love white lotus like hey survivor inspired uh,
2: mm-hmm. mike white yep. he, he did it there's survivors in it, it it's great it's really great
1: um uh i what not, not to get all wicked a good show uh and i won't drag this up but i finally started squid games or squid oh. game uh i love it i've been on i bet on yeah. i like bet on really like a, good. A, a korean um uh uh film binge and i mm-hmm. so finally i was like you know what screw it and so i threw on squid game And uh yeah i watched uh four episodes uh which last night and, and uh recording now so i, I love it yeah. it's great
2: yeah obviously it's like a little like I don't know if it's overhyped, but it's just like so big a part of the culture, of the zeitgeist. But I will say, like last year, watching it, I, that was like one of those rare shows where it's like I I have to watch the next episode right now. I need to know what's gonna happen. It's it's so good. I, I
1: think I think so too. Um, now that we're down to the one more episode left, mm-hmm. um, I, I think uh, I think definitely wicked good show. Will probably pick up a little bit more in the witcher time uh, between mm-hmm. uh, 40, uh, 43 and forty four. So that's. Yeah. Uh,
2: we so got stuff to, to, hard to hard talk hard. about for sure.
1: Indeed. Yeah. Um and then I
2: think I'm going uh oh I can announce it here tomorrow and I are gonna launch a Last of Us post show show. So if you guys are watched Last of Us, definitely come on, talk uh talk about that don't have the name yet. Hopefully we'll get the name this week, get all the logo, get all the social media's locked down and all that. But uh I'm so excited for that show. I, I love the game yep. so much there. I think two of the greatest games ever made um and i'm very excited to hopefully i mean i, I didn't watch the sonic movies uh so i think detective pikachu is the best like video game adaptation right now to me but uh hopefully to get like a very like good video game adaptation going
1: Un- uncharted was fine uncharted oh, yeah that was there's, fine. That was fine. there's not a great pool to select from unfortunately
0: well, I've, heard, I've heard arcane is good
1: Oh I yeah i don't play yeah league, league. so that's
0: like, yeah just i was like is it's a league. league i get a 50 yeah, percent shot here
1: um yeah trailer looks very very good so i'm excited mm-hmm. i'm very excited for that yeah
2: and resident <laughs> evil will always have a special place in my heart for all the just horrendous adaptations they've put out over the years Yeah, other than that, yep. um, Wicked Good Sports, I'm there all the time, almost every day of the week, talking about sports. Uh, we had a lot of soccer coverage, obviously, with the World Cup, uh, and we have our first spinoff podcast that I'm not a part of, under the Wicked Good <laughs> umbrella, uh, that's called Swinging at Shins, it's a Premier League podcast They're currently, of course, covering world cup so uh go check out that uh over on working good sports and then also on the swing at Shin's channel uh i'm sure they'll be appreciate that we gave them a little show so I,
1: I will say i will say uh, my exposure to that was through tiktok on mm-hmm. uh the channel there and i i i, I actually i really like that as a duo uh both they know so very, much about, soccer. Very yeah. about what they're talking about which is really nice like so you don't feel like there's um like someone forcing it uh, or anything like that, uh, which is, uh, which is nice. So yeah,
2: Yeah. it it came out of, uh, I was hosting the shows on the way sports channel with both of them. And we talked for like 45 minutes about soccer. And I was like, I, I, I can't do this every week. (laughs) Like, I don't know anything about soccer. And I already do like all these other shows. I can't add another 45 minute podcast for soccer. I don't know about, you know,
1: it was to the point where I was seeing the clips um because i saw the most recent clip that was up there of just of just that two and you wrote on there and i was like oh i was like I was like oh these guys look familiar where are they like they're on like the the, the tiktok page and i was like oh shit those are the guys that brought you to the podcast with, so.
2: yeah there's say we good sports tiktok of them which i was on but i didn't say anything i just edited myself out to make the clip look better in the vertical format i'm like i'm giving nothing in this so i'm i'm out
1: Sorry, you're doing you're doing God's work, being the the uh, the the moderator. So it's okay. Yeah. We would we would be able to do this show yeah. without Ben. Yeah, Although Ben knows a little more about Survivor than you do about soccer. So <laughs> <laughs> I would hope
0: so. I, yeah. I, I've been watching it for the majority of my life, so I would hope that I know more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the other things that uh, we're talking about uh, doing, hopefully, is Brian and I have talked about bringing back Influencer Chat, which yes, is our, uh, so excited. our coverage excited. of The Circle, uh, which is the Netflix adaptation of a show that uh, started as a UK reality show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stand by that the UK version uh, is better than the US version, but the US version is still pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we covered a couple seasons and then the, the scheduling of it. Uh, coming out on Netflix really, you know, bumped up against Big Brother and Survivor and really unfortunate timings. And we're like, okay, we can't do three Mm -hmm. podcasts at once. This is is stupid. Uh, And so Influencer Chat was unfortunately the one that got axed, uh, even though we got really good numbers on the the ones that we did previously. Uh, So, yeah, season five is coming up uh, shortly, and uh, Brian and I will hopefully be back to cover it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also um, we talked about – Potentially getting back into covering Big Brother Canada um, because that'll be exciting. I lamented forever on on every Big Brother US podcast. I lamented that we uh, covered uh, Big Brother Celebrity Season Three, but not Big Brother Canada Ten. When Mm -hmm. Big Brother Canada Ten was one of my all-time favorite Big Brother seasons, uh, and uh, it was the one time we didn't cover (laughs) BB Can And so I was like, okay, well, hopefully we get BB Can Eleven really good, and there's like an outside chance it's all-stars who knows uh i think bb can yeah. will actually do a good all-star season if, if so so uh.
2: we, we rolled the dice or like oh we can only cover one of these we only have the bandwidth for one the other celebrity good big brothers were pretty good and, and then it was the worst celebrity big brother by far so it is what it is
0: yeah um and yeah like i uh uh i would uh Love to be able to uh hopefully have Brian watch BB Can ten before B can eleven comes out so that uh we can, you know, use that as context for when we mm. talk about that season. Uh right. otherwise, yeah, I, know, I think that's pretty much it.
2: Well, we got like a wicked good show. Yep. Where we gotta bitch about the dceu yep. I don't know if that's what it's called anymore
1: because everything has <laughs> changed. Everything's changed. I do canceled. think it's about the, the DCU. I don't fucking know <laughs> um yeah yeah nothing but content here baby we still i very much still want to do our uh, house of dragon uh, recap we have some time yeah, for that. We have, we, roughly should. Like, we have a year we have roughly yeah. Yeah, maybe even two years so we'll, we'll get to that eventually but yeah um yeah check out check us out on uh, on everything please we're doing the, well not me everyone's doing a lot of great work I'm, 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 i i talked a big game so i'll eventually get in there but everyone's doing a lot of good stuff so check it out absolutely uh yeah thanks for watching everybody